Hi everybody, it's Steve. As you can probably guess by now, this is unfortunately not a new episode of the podcast. If it sounds a little different, that's because I'm recording it on my phone, uh, and I'm recording it on my phone because I can't seem to find the time to set up my recording equipment and record this message, uh, which is part of the problem. I actually found an attempt to do this message on my phone from June that I had forgotten all about. So it's been that kind of year. Um, But it is high time that I let you know what's going on with me and what's going to be going on with the podcast. Um, The Too Long Didn't Read, or the Too Long Didn't Listen, I guess, in this case, is that 2021 uh, was not the year that I expected. Probably wasn't the year any of us expected. Uh, And this led to no progress being made on the podcast, as you are aware by now. I will be starting work again over the Christmas holiday. uh, So look for new episodes this spring, likely in March of 2022. So that in a nutshell is what this message is all about, but uh, I am going to go into a little bit more detail and talk about some plans for the future as well. So if you want to stay tuned, stay tuned for that. So the show went on an unexpected hiatus in 2021, but you knew that already. And that's because, as I said, 2021 uh, was not the year I think that any of us expected. And uh, I think we had all hoped that this pandemic would be done and behind us by now. But yeah, it's not. And that's been a lot harder than I expected it to be. For us here, I live in Canada, in the province of Ontario. Uh, For us, it began with a post-Christmas 2020 lockdown, in large part because our provincial government is, um, what's the opposite of great at what you do? Whatever that is, that's, that's what they are. So we had a real terrible spike in COVID cases, and the province went into lockdown after Christmas. Uh, last year, which meant that my kids did not go back to school in person until mid-February. They were doing virtual school until then. But the whole time cases continued to rise uh, while uh, we here were struggling to get vaccines. Canada has no domestic vaccine production capacity, so we were waiting for vaccines from elsewhere. I know other parts of the world are still waiting for vaccines. So cases continued to rise March break got pushed back into April in the hopes that cases would go down. Uh, And then uh, once we did eventually have a spring break in April, the kids just never went back, which marks two years in a row that they got sent home for spring break and uh, did not get to go back to school. So virtual schooling a, a grade one and a grade three kid while also trying to look after a two year old. And also trying to do my own work was uh, like my my day job <laughs> uh, was a lot of fun, as you can imagine. Um, I'm not sure how much was learned. There was certainly plenty of screaming and crying, and the children did not deal well with it either. Uh, and then it was the summer. So now I'm uh, my day job is a freelance writer, so I can kind of make my own schedule and and take on as much work as I want to or I'm able to. Um, my wife, on the other hand, uh, not only has a nine to five job, but actually got a big promotion, uh, last year, which was great news, uh, and well-deserved. Um, but it meant that, uh, she was working a lot more than just nine to five, I assure you. So that left me as primary parent during the week, uh, for my three kids who had nothing to do in the summer because there weren't really camps or clubs running that we might normally have sent at least the older ones to. 
So there were lots of trips to the park with the three terrors, uh, I mean children, but it didn't leave a lot of time for much else, including my own uh, paid freelance work. I really didn't do very much work over the summer just because I wasn't able to manage full-time work and three kid full-time as well. I was, uh, I was pretty much done by the end of the day after looking after the three of them. Thankfully, the older two have been back in full-time in-person class since September with only one reported case of COVID in, in their school, which is very good news because some local elementary schools have been shut down for various stretches uh, because of uh, outbreaks there. So the fact that they have all gone back, the two of them have gone back to in-person schooling has been good for everyone's mental health, as I'm sure you can imagine. So with the two big ones back in school, I am now down to looking after just one kid Monday to Friday, uh, while also trying to get my freelance work done. Uh, This has been going okay, um, but by the evenings, I'm usually pretty fried and in no state to do the kind of research or writing needed for this podcast, which is why there have unfortunately been no new episodes since January. I probably brought this on myself and cursed myself when in that first uh, episode of this year, I said something like, here's to more regular episodes in 2021. So I've learned my lesson and I'm just going to stop saying stuff like that from now on. Okay, Steve, that's great. Nice sob story. Tell me what I really want to know. When do we get new episodes of the podcast? Are there going to be new episodes of the podcast? The answer, thankfully, is yes, and uh, there will be, and I appreciate those of you who have not only continued to listen to the show uh, during this unexpected break, uh, but have reached out from time to time to say that, you know, you enjoy the show and you hope there'll be more, and when can you expect it? Uh, And I appreciate the concern of those of you who reached out to say, hey, are you dead? Thankfully, not, um, but I appreciate your thoughts. So here's the plan for new episodes of the podcast. I ha- I'm taking two weeks off at Christmas, um, which won't entirely be a vacation because my wife and I will be here with the three kids. We're not really be able to do anything again for Christmas. Um, but we are going to switch off, uh, you know, from time to time so that each of us has, you know, a morning to ourselves or an afternoon to ourselves to pursue our own interests. My wife certainly has lots of crafts that have been put aside uh, because of her promotion and how busy she's been. Uh, I've got to get back to this podcast. So during that two-week stretch, I'm going to uh, really dig in in the research and the writing of the podcast, which is what takes the most time. And that's really what I've struggled to find time to do over the last number of months. Um, The recording and the uh, editing of it uh, takes some time, but it's not as it's not as mentally intensive as the research and writing. Um, depending on the episode, I it usually takes between maybe six to ten hours of work researching and writing each episode. And then depending on the length of the episode, maybe two to three hours to record and edit it all together, which is all work I enjoy. It's just a big time commitment, and it's a matter of finding the time these days with uh, everything else that's been going on that's been kind of nuts over the last 12 months. Given the possibility for future delays or unknowns, and I feel like that's all we've been dealing with for the last couple of years is one shoe dropping after another. Hello, Omicron. I'd also like to get at least three or four episodes in the can before I start posting them again, so that if there should be another delay, 
If I'm doing one episode a month, I've got a bit of runway. If I'm releasing one episode a month, I've got a bit of runway so that you don't have to wait an interminable length of time again for new episodes. One thing that I think will work in both our favors, or all our favors, is that the next few episodes, at least, should be more like the 30-ish, 40-ish minute length ones that most episodes have been, and not the like one hour, hour and a half kind of blockbuster War of the Currents episodes um, that take an especially long time to write and record. So the fact that there are a couple of sort of more standard length episodes, let's call them, uh, coming up should make the task of getting a few more in the can ready to go uh, a lot easier to accomplish. Okay, great, Steve. Sounds good. But when do we get these episodes, you're asking? Well, I'm right now aiming for March, which is the, if you can believe it, two-year anniversary of this stupid pandemic. Uh, And it seems like a good place to restart the podcast. I do want to extend a big thanks to all of you for your support through all of this. And as I say, people who have reached out uh, to say nice things and inquire uh, very kindly, you know, say, I hope there's going to be more because I really like it. I like listening to it on my way to work or I listen to it while I'm doing dishes or whatever. Um, so thank you to all of you for, uh, staying interested and staying subscribed, um, through all of this, the podcast aggregator, I guess is the right word. Anyway, the company that I use that puts the podcast out for me says that according to the stats that they've posted based on the downloads, even through all of this, the Tesla, the life and times podcast is apparently in the, in the top 15 to 20% of all podcasts everywhere, which is really kind of incredible for something that I wasn't sure anybody would want to listen to besides me when I first started it. So, I mean, admittedly, you know, something like 50% of all podcasts get about three downloads a month or something. So, um, you know, 15 to 20% is I'm not doing, you know, Dan Carlin numbers or, or Mike Duncan numbers, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very pleased with where things are at. And hopefully if I'm able to produce on a more regular schedule, um, those numbers will climb as, uh, as more people get to know the show. So that's great. From time to time in the past, I have talked about the potential for getting this show to be self-sustaining financially. But one thing that this unexpected hiatus has taught me is that something like Patreon or Kickstarter, which a lot of podcasts use, things that require um, extra or bonus content to reward backers just is not in the cards for me and this show, <laughs> at least as my life is constituted right now. it's It would be really unfair to ask people to pay monthly for something that may not end up coming out monthly. So I would not feel right about that. I'm just going to declare victory if I can produce episodes on any kind of regular schedule going forward. But the hiatus has shown me that um, I am going to need to figure out some way to uh, have some kind of financial backing for the show, even just so that it operates on a kind of cost recovery break-even basis. As I've I've said before, I don't have any illusions of ending up with Mike Duncan-sized fame or the ability to be a full-time professional podcaster. But the fact is that even if I am not posting on a regular basis, uh, I do need to pay every month to uh, uh, keep the uh, episodes and the website hosted and available. Uh, and someday when this podcast is all said and done and it concludes and we've recounted Tesla's entire life and career, it's still going to cost some money every month to keep the archived episodes up and available, which is 
something that I would really like to do. I'd like this to be a long-term sort of resource for people who are interested in Tesla and want to learn more about him. So I'm going to continue to look into options for how uh, I can make that happen. Apparently, PayPal has a, uh, a button that you can put on uh, a website, which is lets people do a one-time donation or an ongoing donation, uh, maybe per episode or something if people wanted to. Um, a t-shirt company that works with a lot of podcasts has actually reached out. And um, so there's the possibility of maybe some merch, which might uh, might be able to manage, might be able to do. I'm looking again at Audible, um, which I know a lot of other podcasters uh, turn to. The complication there is because I'm in Canada, um, apparently I am eligible to participate, but only if I use the Amazon.com URL. So things like Amazon.ca or the UK store or the Australia store, none of those sales would count. But the podcast does have, I think, the probably the largest single group of listeners is in the United States. So um, that may end up being a possibility after all. I think that would fit really well. And uh, I certainly have lots of suggestions for audiobooks that I could, um, that would be relevant to, and I think of interest to people who are interested in, in this show and in Tesla. I've thought of other potential things that would be a little more work, but um, not a huge, huge amount of work. Again, it's just finding the time. Um, something like um, I could do a recording, an audiobook of me reading Tesla's autobiography, uh, maybe with a little introduction that I write, um, or maybe um, O'Neill's problematic biography that I've talked about so many times here, again, with a little critical introduction. Um, his bio of Tesla uh, is uh, doesn't appear to be available in audiobook anywhere. And it's out of copyright in Canada, so it would be its fair game. So those might be audiobooks I could make available for a small charge if people were interested, and then the money raised would go to supporting the ongoing production of the show. Other big items on my to-do list continue to be a, an audio remastering <laughs> of the first like three to five episodes of the podcast to address the sound effects volume. I have I continue to get occasional emails uh, from people who say, I really want to like this show, but the sound effects in those first episodes are really loud and I can't get past them. I often tell them to skip ahead because uh, I think I didn't really know as, what I was doing as much as I do now, hopefully. Uh, hopefully the sound effects are no longer an issue, but uh, going back and listening to some of those first episodes, yeah, some of those are really blow your eardrums out. So I apologize for that. Again, it's a matter of finding time. I think I would be able to uh, bring the volume way down on on those and make it a much more pleasant listening experience. And looking at the download numbers for the first, say, three to five episodes, and then the drop off after that, I think perhaps those uh, the audio issues are turning a lot of people off to the show who might otherwise be inclined to uh, be interested and listen to the show. So, um, so hopefully, I'll might maybe get a chance to do that over Christmas, give everyone a little sonic present for Christmas <laughs> uh, and remastering those early episodes. So we'll see. Stay tuned for that. So that hopefully brings you up to speed on where everything is with me and with the podcast. Uh, again, I appreciate you sticking with the show and it certainly is my intention to continue and to finish. I think we're maybe about halfway through Tesla's life at this point in terms of number of episodes, would be my guess. Um, the War of the Currents really is the highlight, sort of the big, you know, massive achievement of his life. Um, the next few episodes, Tesla's going to have some pretty major setbacks. 
and then he will set out for a year in Colorado Springs, and then he'll he will return to New York and begin to build his Wardenclyffe Station, which uh, I'm sure many of you are familiar with, the big the big tower out on Long Island. Those episodes, as I say, will be I think a more moderate length. Uh, I think the era of the one hour blockbuster episodes are probably behind us, but no guarantees. So anyway, thank you uh, for those of you who have listened this far. (laughs) Uh, I will be working hard over the next little while to get those new episodes together so that we can all get back on track uh, with new episodes beginning in the spring of 2022. In the meantime, uh, I hope maybe to have a couple of little pleasant surprises for you along the way if I can manage it. Uh, No promises, but uh, hopefully some things that will... uh, keep you entertained for the next little while while you're waiting for me, uh, waiting on me for new episodes. Um, yeah. So thanks for listening. If you have questions or, uh, comments you want to reach out, um, please feel free to do so. Uh, Tesla at Kotowich.com is always a good way to get a hold of me. I'm also available on Twitter at our man Kato. Thanks everyone. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year. And uh, I will talk to you soon.